0: Thorisworthy, worthy? Sup guys, there we go, we're live, what's up everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast, that's right, the only place where you're going to hear these weirdos chatting for an hour about, you know, whatever it's true today we've got actually a lot to talk about um and we've got a special guest today mr Myers corp michael Myers. how you doing mike
1: doing great guys doing great glad to be here
0: thanks for joining us so we're gonna be talking to mike for a little bit we're uh gonna find out a little bit more about him uh, but we do have a long list of topics that we want to get through so guys stick with us once again if you're just joining us live on instagram go to youtube that's the place to watch us um there's already people actually joining us on youtube so people are slowly making their way over uh also here as always mr messiah complex cosplay my man my main
2: man my main mustache man what's Mm -hmm. going on
0: the mustache is coming in pretty good there.
2: Thank you. Yeah, I think I'm gonna well, keep nice. it after November. got yeah, like after November, I think I'm gonna keep it for a while. Since there's no cons, I don't have to have like specific facial hair for anything. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so you I mean you're might, not gonna uh, regrow
0: your beard? You're just gonna keep the mustache? No,
2: I think I'm gonna keep a little bit of scruff, but I think I'm gonna keep, just let this like so, so I got a big old fuzzy caterpillar on my on my face. For gonna
0: let it Tom Selleck out
2: until at least we get to like March ish. Like I'll shave yes, it off. Yes. March, March, uh, you, know, you know, whatever. But yes, mm-hmm. I think I've got a. It's got more growing to do. I can feel it. It's got more to Noah say.
0: on uh, Instagram, uh, who uh, I'm assuming is talking about my going to YouTube comment, is saying HD stash. Can't argue. Fan of Definitely. Frontier saying
2: slay it, brother. Absolutely.
0: 100%. Snowhawk says two screen going on YouTube and IG. And there I feel like go. a lot of people are doing that right now. They're on YouTube they're following the conversation on cool Instagram. screen that
2: shit. Absolutely. Uh,
0: guys, you can also chat. On YouTube, right? I mean, you can do live chat while you're watching us on YouTube. I know it's a little tougher to live chat on YouTube while watching it on your phone, but if you have a device that you can cast us to, that's what producer Jen usually does, is she casts us to the TV and she follows the chat. Fortunately, producer Jen's not with us tonight, and man, that you know what that means. This show is going to be all over the fucking place. But <laughs> hey, you know, that's why you guys are here, right? So
2: how about we get started?
0: Uh... Mr. Michael... Thank you for coming on the show. Um, I've only met you last year for the first
1: time. Last year, Fan Expo. last year or, I, or the this, this year, I think it was. Or no,
0: last I think year? it was Fan Expo last year. Fan Expo that last I met year? you for the first like time. Limited edition, the limited edition.
1: Could be. have been, could have
0: been. Uh, either way, uh, thanks for coming on. How about you uh, let everybody know time. that's watching that maybe do not know you for some weird reason if they're. In- <laughs> Well, maybe if they're not in the GTA, they won't know who you are. But uh, tell us, tell the people who you are, or what you do, what gets you going.
1: That's true. Uh, so my name is Michael Myers. Yes, that is my my birth name.
2: Hilarious, it by the did way. did not
1: change that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: so appropriate.
2: <laughs> uh, so good. Hence,
1: the, uh, hence the cap. I figured yeah. I got the name I might as well wear it.
2: Lean into um,
1: it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, so I'm a cosplayer. I been to Fan Expo for many, many years, over a decade now straight. Um, I volunteer at Niagara Falls Comic Con. I volunteer at Hamilton Comic Con. I volunteer at Anime North. I have been to tons of cons, and I'm a cosplayer. I've won a couple awards at Fan Expo and, and Anime North, and I'm just here to make some more friends in the cosplay world and the con world.
0: So I want to go down that route a little bit. And I feel like it's always the first question we kind of ask is, is how did you first of all, get into cosplay?
1: So I, I've, as probably everybody's answered Halloween, as always, Mm -hmm. Um, when I was a little, little kid, my mom was never happy with the store bought costumes, so she made a bunch of my costumes growing up. I remember being a little kid, being a spider. And she wasn't just happy with it being a spider. I had all four legs on either side attached. So when I moved one arm, they all moved. And I remember being Paul Stanley from Kiss. And she made the vest, the makeup, the boots. I walked in heels for the first time as a kid being Paul Stanley. So I've always had that in me. And I anytime anybody had a costume party, I was trying to make my own costumes. And then it wasn't until I went to Fan Expo in 2009 for the first time where I saw you know, big daddies from Bioshock walking around and big swords like Cloud from Final Fantasy. And I'm like, oh, this is a thing. And I'm not the only one who likes it. So at that point I was going through college though. So I wasn't able to go as hardcore into it as I wanted to. But once I graduated, I just went nuts and been going ever since. And I love competing. I love the reaction that I get from anybody that comes by and sees a costume. And yeah, it's just, it's become an obsession, I think. Mm.
0: So like many, the con brought you to cosplaying. Cosplaying mm. didn't bring you to the con.
1: No, no. We, we were going to Fan Expo 2009 to meet Bruce Campbell. Uh, my brothers, mm. uh, Gavin and Tom, we, they found out about it and they said, do you want to go? I said, sure. And we bought tickets for the whole weekend and we walked into that main hall. And it, I say it every time I go to Fan Expo, I walk on that floor and I just go home. Because as as most people who are in this culture don't realize there's a ton of us that all gather in this one spot and you don't realize that, Oh, my neighbor is into this stuff. And this guy down the streets into this and you guys are into this. And it's just, once I saw that, Oh, there's these people that love the same things. Oh, and you all build the same things. Like, this is amazing. This is the best place in the world. So that got me hooked. And it's just, Ever since just all right, what are we doing next year for a costume?
2: Because I remember too, same same kind of experience when they finally brought cons to where I'm at in London, Ontario. We had two cons in the same year. We still have two cons. It's, it's dumb. I don't know why, but we do. And yeah, I went to the first couple just in my civvies and saw people, you know, dressing up. I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. But then when you first go to a con for the first time in cosplay, the change in your perception of the con is it's night and day because now you feel like you're part of what's happening as opposed to just an observer or just someone that's there to shop or just someone that's there to see celebs. Now you feel like you're, you're not just in the environment, you're part of the environment at that point. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a greater level of connectivity I find. So yeah, I had a very similar experience, not through the Halloween side, but definitely on the, on the con side for sure.
1: Yeah, we, uh, my brother and I, we, well, the three of us, my brother Tom, Gavin, and I went first couple years, same thing, just street clothes. I, I wore a leather jacket and a Superman shirt and the circle glasses, and I was Superboy. Yep. And I'm like, not really, but we're counting it. No. I, then, hey, man,
2: anything's cosplay. Cosplay's for everyone. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yep. And
1: then we, my brother Gavin and I did Terrence and Philip, a couple years in, and it was, red shirt with the T and the P and then I cr- I did cardboard flat faces that were just a flat piece of cardboard <laughs> and I'm not kidding we stood there for maybe 15 minutes just having people come in and out taking photos with us yeah and we just kind of looked at each other like they're they're the map they're cardboard
2: yeah it doesn't matter. matter
1: and we had the wrong heads on
2: yeah it still doesn't matter so
1: I'm just like okay, this, this people love this. It's a niche.
2: When you find something that everybody knows, but nobody's doing. Yeah. Like, like this guy, like look at what's standing beside him in that picture. Everybody knows what that is. Nobody does it. So when people see it, they immediately have a connection with it. And because they're not seeing anybody else do it, it just draws them right in. Right. Everybody knows who Terrence and Phillip are, especially in Canada. Of course, everybody knows who Terrence and Phillip are, but no one's doing it. Uh, By the way, shout out uh, to Masturbating with a Cheese Grater saying, uh, yes, got to love Shockstock out there in London. Shout out to my boy Jake from London Comic-Con that also runs Shockstock. Uh, Him and James. Yeah, Stock's a great event. I think it's in April or May here in London. Big, big horror convention here. I thought it was in October. Shockstock? No. London Comic-Con's in October, not Shockstock. London
0: Comic-Con. London Comic-Con's in October. London Comic-Con's in June.
1: No, dude, London's dude, in you, you 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 week before Hamilton,
2: you came to London Comic Con. I did. Wasn't that in June? No, it was after Fan Expo. That's that's how they saw the. Movie. Oh, that like was, was Fan after Expo. Fan Expo. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. How you you're doing? Right. Maybe you should uh, maybe little to, to my sippy sippy. Yeah. Sippy, okay. Sippy, okay. Sippy, I'm good. You know what? I'm just
0: gonna sit back, <laughs> shut up, and uh, keep drinking.
2: Here. <laughs> so, so Mike, then how did you go from? So you're just a you're just a you're just a geek on this channel, perfect. Going to cons, and then you're like, I'm gonna dress up. So how did you get into the volunteer side of it then? Because we've had Sam Sino on the channel before as well. He also volunteers at Niagara Falls Comic Con. Good, good friend of mine. Known him a long time. Uh, He mentioned how he got into it. How did you get into the volunteer side?
1: So I always say it's like, I always use the analogy of a roller coaster. When you go to Fan Expo, that's the big roller coaster. And I was going for maybe five years straight. And I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Oh, there's other cons. And I went to Niagara Falls and I'm like, oh i i can kind of do this in six hours like this isn't it's it's amazing con nothing against it but compared to fan expo it's there's no comparison Mm -hmm. so i went well how do i do this and actually not just go there for six hours and go okay i'm done and i thought well maybe i should help out so i ended up volunteering at hamilton comic-con probably five six years ago and they put me with another gentleman. Uh, we were just working security at the main stage. Which you think anybody's going to jump the main stage? Like, no. Yeah, yeah. But it ended early, and they said, "Well, do you want to do something else?" And we said, "Sure. What do you What do you got for us?" And they said, "Well, Ric Flair is getting kind of busy. Do you want to work Ric Flair's line?"
2: Woo!
1: And I'm a wrestling fan, you and I work. went, "Yes, yes, I will gladly work yeah. Ric Flair's line." Of course you will. Absolutely, and then and then after that, every other convention was like, "Well, what have you done before?" And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, I've I've worked I've worked lines before," and they went, "Oh, well, you can do it again, and you can do it again." And then I started making friends with a bunch of uh, people that do that. A couple of them, including Master Cheese Grater, is uh, there in that group, and we just became friends, and we just do Hamilton Comic Con and Niagara Falls. They do Expo too, but that's a whole another. I'd rather just be a fan of that than volunteer.
2: Well, and for the uninitiated too, the guys that run Niagara Falls also run Hamilton Comic Con, yes. so there's definitely some uh, cross-mutation there. Uh, Snowhawk Cosplay's got a question on Instagram. He's like, "What is a dream Comic Con that is on your list to go that you want to go to?"
1: I mean, so San I'll Diego's the San Diego's the big one. Um, <clears throat> I, I'd love to do New York. I've heard great things about New York. I, I hear that's sort of the middle ground. I like. I don't know how San Diego is now post-pandemic, but standing outside in the heat for five hours to get into a hall. I don't know about that, but I think I could do that. I think I could do uh, New York.
2: What about us? I feel neglected. Uh-huh.
1: Christine is part of the volunteer group for anime North. A very different. Ah, uh,
2: There you go. Uh-huh. Yes. I have never been not anime. So yeah, and
1: it's not mine. That's the thing. It's not mine either. I'm not an anime fan, but uh, my wife and her friends, they all work the audio video for the main hall. Imagine. And they needed, a, they needed an extra body. And I've worked audio video in high school. So I said, sure, I'll go. And I went and was like, oh, I'm not a fan, but I get why this is a thing and why right. this is a convention. Because we might get into it later about the differences of the cons, but that is a different atm- atmosphere than any of them. One now, are you, are you in the GTA? Thing. I'm in Hamilton.
2: You're all oh, you're in Hamilton, so you're kind of at that oh, good club. midpoint for all of them, type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair.
0: Uh, Steve's up, joined us for
2: kiddos, yes, he had to finish up supper for kiddos. <laughs> supper for feeding the children is, is priority, Steve. We, we yes, get it, yes. it's, it's good, brother. It's good. Victoria's brother also joined her. us. Hello, Victoria. Yep. yep, yep, yep.
0: Uh, Victoria was with us on the weekend, uh, taking pictures for the uh, November shoot, excellent. Uh, although it was like, I don't know, it wasn't like cold cold but it was maybe like minus four and it was a wind tunnel through the Christmas market right so it was cold because of the wind and she showed up dressed up as Anakin Skywalker and it's like so she was freezing her butt off literally so we took a couple pictures and she's like yeah I'm out
2: (laughs) So it doesn't help that she's like this tall and yay big around so yeah she's definitely going to be cold yes yes
0: for sure um, I, I've also, so just to just go back to what we we're saying, I've never been to Anime North. Uh, I, I, I hear it's also pretty big. You were saying you were talking about, uh, um, New York Comic-Con you said, I think it's like the middle ground. From what I understand, New York Comic-Con is now larger than San Diego. Oh, great.
1: New York Comic-Con. <laughs> I take that back then. <laughs>
0: 200,000 people last year where San Diego oh. had less people than Fan Expo. So, Fan see, Expo now, Toronto had 170, just short of 170 thousand. San Diego Comic Con apparently got just short of 160 thousand last year.
1: See, now are oh. they losing it because because of perception of how big it is? Like people are going, it's too big now for some people.
0: Um, I think it's losing because a lot of the people are now going and they're not actually going to the con anymore because there's so much going on in and around San Diego Comic Con. You don't have to go into the convention center to enjoy the con, right? You can go to San Diego and spend the whole week there and do different things every day and never have to step foot inside the convention, right? I think that's a, one of the big things.
1: That's funny that you mentioned that because that's sort of like, kind of like Anime North where Anime North has a main building that's sort of the vendor area and then they have another, another hall which is sort of the performance. They've got a big stage. That's where my friends and I usually work. But outside, like they've got cosplay shoots all over the place. There's a stage with a rave at night. Like, oh wow! You could just go there and just hang out outside with everybody and not even go in the con. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, there are con experiences out there that are very, very, very different than what we know mm-hmm. from the stuff we see up here. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Con, I feel like, is another one where. I don't think Michael's in the chat here, but Michael was at Dragon Con this year and and he's telling he's us a, how he's it's at like, a concert tonight, so he will not, he well, will there not you be go. joining us. Yeah. I think he was saying it's like in six or seven different venues. Eight. Eight hotels. Eight, eight hotels. Yeah. Right? So you're you're hotel hopping. Yeah. Right wow. throughout the con. Yeah. I, know, I mean it's, it's it's another crazy, yeah. you know. But when anyway. you're
2: jamming that many people into into one venue, you either have to pick a giant. Like, there's only so many of the venues that can hold two hundred thousand people on Earth, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it makes two hundred thousand people with wings and tails. And yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Set, right? so, <laughs> yeah.
0: Right.
2: Do you want to start moving on to some of the itinerary items there, Mr. JS? Or... Uh, yeah,
0: I think we should because we're already fifty minutes in, and and we're still just chatting here. Um. Maybe I should just start with this because it it was the big thing this week. Uh, A lot of people seem to want to switch from Twitter to Hive, which I don't really understand the concept behind wanting to switch from Twitter to Hive because Hive is nothing like Twitter. Hive is like an Instagram knockoff, right? And Hive apparently is run by like two guys in their basement, and it's super slow, and it's super clunky. And you know what? I created an account because... Everybody's creating an account, right? But then somebody said something this week and I was like, what if Hive was an Elon troll? Well,
2: it's weird because you started up by saying you didn't know why people were switching from Twitter to Hive. And it's it's extraordinarily obvious why people are, sw- are just leaving Twitter yeah. altogether because of Elon's. So you you get on some level that people are leaving Twitter specifically because of Elon. For sure. But what they're looking for is an alternative to that that has a Correct. similar look and feel. from But what it I've doesn't. Seen. The two big ones are Hive and Mastodon. I know I I have a Hive. I haven't even seen Mastodon. Right. Here's the thing. I don't. I don't use Twitter, so I couldn't tell you if it looks like Twitter well, or do not I. because I don't know Twitter yeah. well enough to be able to be like. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Hive is the flavor of the month. Body Heroes is saying online. A- absolutely, everybody's posting it. Everybody's doing it. It looks like there's already been some people on there quite quite a bit, and there's already all the same social media bullshit that you see on the other ones. People farming likes, people farming follows. Yeah. I'm going to follow you so you follow me, but then I'm going to unfollow you, it's, and but but you won't know because you don't get notified of unfollows. This this kind of like nonsense going on. So it's all the same chasing clout, chasing likes, chasing whatever reposts, whatever they've got now, like all that jazz. So if that's what you want to do, guys, yeah, man, get get in there if that's hive is kind of like instagram mixed with facebook yeah i keep i keep seeing it like it's like two different social media things made had a baby and it's hive but yeah yeah so far i don't get it but i don't get instagram or facebook either so it's like hi i'm old i don't
1: yeah yeah. i I was late to tiktok so i went all right i'm just gonna go on this now before i turn around and everybody's on it (laughs)
0: It's funny you say that. That's kind of the reason why we're on. Like, producer Jen turned around to me when this was all going down, and she's like, should we register a Geeks and Co account just so that we can have the name and nobody takes it before we can? And it's like, oh, well, yeah, okay, maybe that's a good idea.
1: But that's one of the problems they're running into is they don't have an algorithm to to stop other people from forgetting that name. So there can be multiples.
2: Of the same name? Really? Yeah.
1: That's Shit. one of the things people are running into. So if you like do at John, hundreds of them. Really? Yep, hmm. That
0: seems odd. So yeah, how do you they, link to somebody's page?
1: You just gotta search them. That's what I've seen. I was looking at it today, a couple of days ago. We were talking about it at work, and because I do marketing and uh-huh. stuff at work, and I brought it up, and I was like, I should look into this. And that's the first thing people are saying is like it's it's good but there's too many bugs and too many things that they haven't worked out yet probably because two guys in the basement didn't think
2: that a million people were going to join overnight no
0: a million it's more like like 30 million or something like that
2: clearly that's definitely what's happened for yeah yeah yeah. low and clunky because it's like some old 46 dx 100 and some guys basement just chugging away on this thing right so yeah yeah yeah. No, no no clearly that's the problem but I don't know, man. Like I get, I never, I have a Twitter account and I never use it and I have a TikTok account and I I literally, I don't even have the notifications on for that. I just, I just grabbed it so that people that were making TikToks that I was in would have like something to tag me in or whatever. But yeah, I, I, I don't, and I'm not going to be the guy that's like, Oh, social media, like all the, the bad things about social media There's good and there's bad, but, and if it makes you happy go nuts. And, and by the way, if it makes you happy to chase clout and likes and follows and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm not stopping anybody from doing it. I'm not shaming you for doing it. It's just at almost 50 years old, I don't have the time, energy or inclination to do any of that stuff. So I made the account. I've made two posts that might be the only two posts I make and that's all I got, man. So yeah, 30 million just joined. Yeah. Crazy town. I, crazy I do
1: in. I do think of the humor if there was a, a hidden camera of just two guys sitting in their basement watching and just like ah, oh, someone join our network. Ten more just join. Ten thousand yeah. just and just the sheer panic of yeah. running
2: around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something just smoke pouring out of the yeah. server <laughs> in the corner there, like just throwing up in the middle. Hire of it. everybody you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get down to the local goodwill and buy every yeah. piece of shit computer you can find, and yeah. we're gonna network them all into servers.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. voices. <laughs> yes, Ali, we're talking yes. About Hive. Yes. Which is the the soup du jour, if you will. So, I'm sure next week it'll be something else when cuz I don't know if you guys remember were you around for the Vero craze that happened yeah. very briefly there. Everybody was supposed to be jumping over to Vero and then nobody did.
0: Well, it was and the same it, thing, right? Like I created an account yeah. and then I never did anything with it cuz yeah. a you know, what was the point? No, nobody was posting there. anything to it. So why no. What was the incentive for me to go to it every day? Then- Hive is going to have the same issue, right? Like, if I'm following you and you're on Instagram, but you're also on Hive, you're mainly posting on Instagram, right? You're, you're right. duplicating on Hive at the most, right. right? So what's the incentive for me to go follow you on Hive and not just follow you on Instagram, right? Again, for the people that are Twitter users that are looking for something else, sure. Right. I don't feel like this is it, right? Right. Uh... No, it's weird
2: enough when people will have two or three accounts on Instagram and post the exact same thing on each of their accounts. Yeah. And I feel bad because, like, of course, I want to support them as much as I can. I want to follow all their accounts. But then it's literally, like, the exact because I've got separate accounts on Instagram, but I post different things on those different accounts because they have different focuses. Mm-hmm. Why would I post the exact same thing on three different Instagram accounts? Because then yeah. my friends are just scrolling my shit and, just, and eventually they're just going to mute her and follow me anyway, because they're like, I'm tired of seeing this guy's shit all the time. So uh, again, not shaming anybody, you know, in social media and who you are, but yeah. Yeah, There's I mean, listen, we, in, late, in two years yeah, we might be yeah, eating yeah, yeah.
0: our words and Hive might be... well the biggest thing
2: ever. Ed made a good point. He's like what happens if oh no 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 no. no.
0: Oh, you just went down on Instagram. no all there on. There you go.
2: How long before a major company buys Hive? Yeah. Uh and and yeah, Victoria's saying like uh Facebook is looking at slips right now looking at Hive. Yeah. Uh Hive is adding music so I'm getting MySpace vibes. Actually, Instagram now has music on regular posts now too. Like if you just have a picture post now, you can add music to it on Instagram. Oh, can you really? you can yeah i thought it was only in stories nope it's on your post now as well and oh interesting video I didn't anymore know. either or real or whatever the fuck it could just be like a static image oh huh. yeah not that anybody posts static image on on instagram anymore but you know hey i mean i do all the time oh reels. no i know sorry no nobody that gets any 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 plethora of attention to post a static no. image on on instagram anymore it's all all about them reels and i just i just don't have time i'm just so tired all the yeah time. anyways yeah, they do get a lot of attention. Bummer. I don't want to turn this into a bummer.
0: Reels get a lot of attention. They do. Uh and yeah. reels that people like spread like wildfire. Uh it's it's kind of crazy to see like it's it's funny when you see it happen. When you post something and it's slowly propagating, and then all of a sudden a bunch of people like it, and then all of a sudden you go from having a hundred views to eight hundred views. Right. You know, and it's like, oh wait, fuck, what the hell? Yeah. You know, like it's 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 kind of neat to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. if you're trying, trying to, to, that, to, sorry, definitely
1: trying to take that TikTok algorithm for sure. That interest algorithm that TikTok has just it it's the king because I you shouldn't care about how many followers you have if this is an interesting piece of content that people like. Mm-hmm. Send it to everybody, and Instagram's starting to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just they're a little slow to it, and. That that entire platform was built off photographers, and now you're not wanting to do static photos, so you're taking a chunk of it and saying we don't want you anymore. So,
2: and Instagram themselves are leading into that too. So yeah, it yeah. makes it even more difficult, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Anywho, hundred percent. Not the. Paranormal. Anywho. So now, anyway. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's go from that cheerful topic. To so anyway,
0: topic. a long time ago, the galaxy God, far, far, far away. Far away. There was a, a thief, a murderer, uh, I mean, all just around, scum, all around, all around scumbag all around called shit, really. Cassian Andor, all around piece of Please? shit called Cassian oh, Andor. Shit.
2: And uh, somehow, got his own fucking a, show.
0: Yeah, they gave him his own show. Uh, somehow, they're making you not really want to like Mon Mothma after all the dirty, disgusting shit she has to go through, which I guess. You know, when you think about it realistically, somebody that's starting a rebellion like that will have to go to depths that they didn't think they would have to. The flip side of it is, do I want to, like, is that the kind of person I want to I, I, idealize? I, idolize? Idolize. I how do you say that? Idolize. idolize. Um, so, yeah, listen, guys, Andor is now over. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a lot of mixed feelings about it, as you
2: could tell. So does Steve? Apparently, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Not gonna lie. Well, I'm in the same boat. There's yeah. stuff I don't enjoy, and there's stuff I really enjoy. So, yeah, it's, that's the problem when you've got so many different storylines happening kind of simultaneously. It's almost like a game of not like a Game of Thrones, but you know what I mean. There's mm-hmm. there's different character arcs and different plot threads, and some of them are some of the best things you'll see on television, and some of them make me want to gouge my eyes out with a rusty spoon. Like it's just so, so yeah, it's yeah,
0: yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat where you are.
2: Yeah. And I don't care what they're doing with Mon Mothman. She's still the best part of it. Her and Stellan Skarsgård are still the best part 100%, of it. hundred
0: percent. A hundred percent. Hands down. Um, I don't know. Like, for me, the rebellion is supposed to be about hope, right? Mm-hmm. Not about murdering people and backdoor deals with, you know, drug dealers and, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no, I do. um like i get it rock in a hard place though right like Uh, like for sure and and i totally get it or the rebellion dies so it's sacrifice the show is supposed to be all about sacrifice and and they've at least done a good job of showing that everybody has something to get sort of where they're going and poor mike down there like i haven't watched a minute of the show and We're just like no problem. Around, I will give. I will
1: give up my geek card for five minutes. Go no, for no, it. No.
2: Guys. Yeah. <laughs> the, to be fair, Noah Noah is saying this isn't the rebellion yet. You're you're right. You're right. It is the right. It needs of it, and that's how a rebellion like this would start. Is you would have people making hard choices, yeah. and sacrifices to get sort of where they need to go even Stellan scars saying like we need the empire angry we need them hammering on the populace so that they want they feel oppressed so that they want to rebel and to do that you know you've got it we've got to we've got to poke the bear as it were mm-hmm. to get them riled up and and people are going to suffer and people are going to die to get to that stage before people will finally no one's going to stand up angry if everything's good <laughs> then there's no need for rebellion right so there. People have to be angry and upset and feeling oppressed to want to rebel against whatever is there. Now, the flip side of that, of course, is that like in every other piece of media, the Empire is portrayed as this mustache-twirling, wahaha villain with no redeeming qualities and just like so ridiculously over-the-top bad that you're forced to cheer for whoever's rebelling against it no matter how you feel about the character that's that's in place to do that with. Because like we've talked about, some of the characters that they have to do that with are fantastic. Mm-hmm. You see, Forrest Whitaker as Saw Gerrera, it's just chewing scenery and doing such a great job. He's so good. I love him. It's,
0: oh, in uh, ah. the last episode, man, uh, was it the last episode? No, second to last episode. Uh, when uh, Luthen goes and sees him again, and it's like, oh man, like they should have this. This show should have been a Saw Gerrera show.
2: Yeah, we haven't really talked about like the end yet. So you're still you're still okay. We're just talking in broad general strokes. We're not gonna give away specific things about the last episode of Andor, but um yeah. Overall. Yeah, Whitaker is awesome. Yeah, there's, there's Yeah, no-
0: he's amazing. He's yeah. amazing. I, I thought
2: he was a little too cartoony, I found in Rogue One, but here he seems to really be sinking into the role and and, yeah i'm really digging his and yeah
0: so i think though that's part of the character because he's going to get more and more cartoony as he grows because he starts just as a kid right joining the rebellion right and the older he gets funny enough even though he started as a cartoon the older he gets the more cartoony he gets (laughs) yeah 100 percent. yeah no that's fair every day more lies yep
1: I think you guys sold the ticket. I might have to watch this thing. This Yeah, Star listen, Wars
0: thing. It it's, a <laughs> it's it's not a bad show. These
2: crazy Star Wars.
0: Um, and everybody's loving it. it. Like everybody online is talking about how this is the best thing to come out of Star Wars. I disagree. But. Oh, hard I disagree. It's, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just not. Again, my main issue is Cassian. He's just not a likable fucking character, and like, how stupid and predictable was that last episode?
2: You know, like yeah, I don't let's, let's not like I said let's not drop. Yeah, I don't want to get that into that.
0: the details, but like, come on, man! Like, are you really that stupid? Like, I don't know. It, it's it's infuriating sometimes to me, uh, but maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just too critical. I'm a grumpy old man. What can I say? Well, uh, those are
2: those are both accurate. That's you're you're correct on both yeah, of those. Yeah, but yeah, overall,
0: my thought is it was okay. It wasn't great. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, Steve yeah. said it best. Mando, Mando beats it for sure. Uh, Snowhawks and Obi Wan was my favorite Star Wars Disney Plus show. Yeah. So everyone can have their opinion. And hey, man, if you love everything about Andor, good on you, man. I'm glad you found something you love. Yeah.
0: yeah. I agree. Mando beats it for sure, and I, I think Obi Wan beats it as well. Obi Wan was a better show too.
2: Yeah. Uh, I I would agree to both of those statements, but yeah, your mile your mileage may vary. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I think it's
1: I think it's probably got the same argument that I have with people who complain about say Miss Marvel and She Hulk and some of these shows and they're like, Oh, it's not the Marvel that I want. I said, Yeah, but think about it. If you go to a comic book store and you see all the Marvel issues, do you read everyone? And they go, No I said, That's fine though. Read the ones you like and enjoy the ones you like they're not all you're not going to
2: love everything yeah the buffet style just right like. yeah. yeah take what you like and you leave what you don't it's fine that's exactly. what i'm saying i'm not shaming anybody if you love it love no. it man i'm not shaming yeah. anybody for it I, I i'm glad it's bringing you joy exactly yeah I'm, I'm just not that person so exactly. someone's going to enjoy it that's the point that's what steven's saying on instagram yeah absolutely of course yeah <clears throat> mando over andor for light i mean right now mando over everything i, I don't I, is is there a better show on on even on television right now. I I don't know. Like especially for us geeks. I don't know, man. Like it's pretty top tier. Like that Luke Skywalker reveal at the end of season two boy. I'm telling you, man, that's that's some that's some crazy or season one, whatever that was. That's that's some crazy ass. Like listen, that
0: one scene made millions of grown men cry.
2: Weeping on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. Like they're posting videos of themselves weeping on it. I'm like, yeah. that's dude, that's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Okay, that's it about Andor. I think we're good. We've said our piece without spoiling anything. The uh the the finale is out, guys. By the way, so it comes out on Wednesdays. Uh, and I will tell you guys, there is a post credit scene. There has not been a post credit scene for any of the others, but there is it while a, well, a mid credit stinger or whatever after the initial credits for Andor. So stick around for that little bit of insight it's not very long it's like a minute long but it gives you a little bit of insight as to i'm assuming anyway what's to come and how it obviously bleeds into rogue one and, and then a new hope so
0: i won't spoil the mid-credit scene but i'll just say jeff was right
2: so oh, listen I'm sorry. hold on um oh, <laughs> hold on i'm getting i'm getting sweaty that's okay 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 don't let it go to your head now
0: don't let it go to your Does head
2: somebody get a recording of that can i <laughs>
0: Uh, The last couple of weeks haven't been the best weeks in fandom. Um, We've lost a couple of people. Um, I feel like we haven't had a chance to talk, first of all, about Kevin Conroy, um, who passed away last week. Uh, I'm sure everybody that is watching already knows who Kevin Conroy is for the people that are maybe watching us or listening listening to us after the fact that are living under a rock or in a cave somewhere. And don't know who Kevin Conroy is. Kevin Conroy, for many many people, is the definitive Batman. So again, Kevin Conroy, voice actor, voiced Batman starting in nineteen eighty. Eighty six. When he first voiced Batman in Batman, Batman, they made its animated series.
1: series, Yeah, that's nineties, ninety three.
0: Uh, You know what it might have been in the 90s? 92. So there you go. So he started voicing Batman in 1992, voiced Batman through a number of different DC animated movie projects, uh, including Under the Red Hood. Uh, He was also the voice of Batman in Batman Beyond, or I should say the the voice of Bruce Wayne in Batman Beyond. Uh, God, he was Batman in the Arkham uh, series of video games. That's my Batman, uh, as far as I'm concerned. That's my definitive Batman is is the uh, Arkham
2: Knight Arkham Batman, uh, the Injustice Games as well. He's also the voice. He's of also
0: humanity. Batman in the Injustice Games. Uh, he played Bruce Wayne on the CWs. You know how they have those crossovers every year. That, and they was, that was
2: actually Crisis on Infinite Earths. Is what they Crisis on that. Infinite
0: Earth. There you go. Uh, on
2: Infinite Earth. but I mean, you know, it's, it it's was yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's their version of Crisis, but yes. Um. So he pa- he has apparently been sick for a while.
2: That's what I've read.
0: Um, passed away. Sister. Yeah, in his home, from what I understand. Um, that's sixty-six. Sixty-six. God, that's I mean, nuts. it's not it's not old at all by no. any means. No. Um. Yeah. I mean. Again, if you don't know who he is, go look him up you do know who he is and you haven't yet go watch something of his it's worth the watch uh, and there's he a couple was nice really, compilations on youtube right now
2: he was really i felt like he was really the first guy to really bring a market voice mm-hmm. a, a market change in voice and really hammered out the three different personas right the the yeah. the lighthearted bruce wayne billionaire playboy philanthropist then the bruce that you just get at home with alfred and then Batman. But Batman. his his changeover in his voice was so distinctive without getting crazy gravelly like uh like Christian Bale did it. But yeah. it was like, Hey everybody, I'm here at the Bruce Wayne. And now I'm Batman. Like he had this really cool where you could still kind of tell it was still him, but it was still so when he was Batman, that persona you could tell it would just come over him. He would get so everything he said was important, no wasted words, everything was so commanding you know what i mean like he just did such a great job of differentiating the two personalities in a cartoon meant for kids in 1992 and this I guy think under the there, red hood
0: is where he really does the she, best job at that it's
2: just, uh, just crazy yeah. crazy good
0: yeah
1: yeah no he he he's the guy that i hear when i am read books when i read anything batman that's the yeah. voice that pops in my head and mm-hmm. uh, and like you said, with with the way that he's the way he changes his voice, like Adam West, there's that famous scene where he's doing the double phones with jumping from Bruce to Batman, which is great. But doing it in an animated form, and it's even better. And even having, I can't remember the episode, but there was the one where the villain is the old child star, um, the little girl. I can't remember the villain. Anyways. She has a breakdown at the end and she kind of realizes that she's done horrible things and she's sort of repenting for what she did. And you can hear his voice as he's talking to her, the sympathy just slowly comes into his voice
2: when they're on the swing set. Yeah, exactly the scene you're talking about. And it
1: almost breaks your heart because you can almost hear the Bruce come out a little bit and just being able to turn, like not just flip to. Slide it in here and there is just
2: it's masterful. Oh, and, crazy! Great. Cra- yeah. He's going to be the voice of Batman for for generations of yeah. people, yeah. right? From ninety two until just recently, he was still voicing Batman stuff. I remember mm-hmm. too; they even gave him, I think, a line from the Dark Knight. They gave him one of the key lines from the Dark yeah. Knight to read it in his Batman voice, and just, but like goosebumps, blowing your mind. Like he just look; it looks, it looks so, and sounded so. Yeah, dude, and let remember Mark Hamill's the Joker in that same. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about two champions of voice acting over the course of decades? Mm-hmm. You've got arguably one of the best voice actors of all time in Mark Hamill, and then you have the Batman voice of all time. There's no one else even like who's even. There's no one else even close. Keaton did great. Bale did great. Affleck did like all these guys did great. But I mean. Come on. Like, there's nobody. There's nobody like Kevin Conroy. I don't don't think there ever will be. I don't think you're ever going to recapture that magic. I don't think you can. It was so definitive when it happened.
0: Yeah, I don't know that it's going to happen. Not with Batman anyway. No. You know, I mean, you may have that with other characters, but that magic that Kevin Conroy... I will submit that Mark Hamill and... Like, Mark Hamill made the performance that Kevin Conroy I, I, they they played off of each other. If it wasn't oh, no, for one just leveled each other. yeah up, like, 100%. You know? Uh now not take anything away from either of them. Uh but there was a chemistry there. There was like a lightning in a bottle. There was a Ghostbusters effect is what I call it now. Right? Where it's just you can't reproduce it. It just happened. Um yeah, it's and gonna to be go very, very Jeff. hard.
1: To go off of Jeff like the keaton con uh, keaton affleck and everything they also had the physical presence that conroy doesn't like if it's mm-hmm. a badly animated show he's still only got his voice to go off of so if affleck doesn't look good well you, you've got a voice and you've got the performance conroy is just a voice and to be able to not to do it like we said in the animated series in 92 And then go a darker version in a Red Hood animated series and then go into a video game where, you know, you're reading a script that's like this tall of everything Mm -hmm. that could possibly happen and do it perfectly. And then even do, like we said, do the physical presence in The Crisis on Infinite Earth and able to look at him visually after all this time and go, oh, yeah, he's Bruce Wayne
2: without even thinking about it. yeah yeah automatically and that's weird too and because he was such a by the way when he passed if you guys opened up your instagram feeds Mm -hmm. picture after picture after picture all you could see after picture after picture even stan lee i don't remember seeing people that post that many pictures with that person because conroy did two things he went to all the cons and he charged a reasonable price to get a picture with him yeah Didn't gouge the people, but he went to so many cons. And I know he was trying to hit as many, because he knew he was sick, and I knew he was trying to hit as many cons as he could before he couldn't go to them anymore. So many people got to meet him. He touched so many people's lives. He's got to be one of the most, you're talking about no physical, absolutely, he had no physical part to play, but you still knew who that was, like, he was such a presence mm-hmm. in the community because everyone loved his portrayal so much that everybody knew his face. Everybody knew exactly who that guy was when you saw him. You're like, holy shit, that's Kevin Conroy.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point that everybody knows who Kevin Conroy is, Absolutely. even though you've never, you have never you don't see his face. He's a voice nope. actor, yeah. right? Nope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I even remember
2: when that crisis on infinite earth things was happening. Cause I had checked out of this, of the Arrowverse by then I was big into it for a while, but there was so much going on and I'd, I'd gotten backlogged on so many of the shows. So I just stopped. But when I heard he was going to be in crisis playing Bruce Wayne, I'm like, wow, fuck, <laughs> I have to go watch that. Like that's crazy. And they did and I won't spoil anything. They, they hit you with a swerve. It's, it's, it's an interesting take, but he does get to be Bruce Wayne live on camera for at least, one, at least one thing. So, good on them. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: yep. Uh, that's how they should be getting to know your fans. Is a big part of having them in the first place, says uh, Groot in London. Yeah. Uh, yeah. N- and not everybody feels that way. And, you know, it, and again, to each their own, not to shame any celebrities that don't like some of them, you know, they, they have a multitude of reasons why they won't do that. But you can tell Conroy was really in touch with his fans and really like coming out and hanging out with them and and appreciated the, how much they appreciated him and his portrayal. Mm-hmm. And Warner's must love him because they just kept on bringing him back over and over again, year yeah. after year, decade after decade. Yeah, crazy. And I'm sure if he hadn't passed, he'd still be doing it to this day. Well, he didn't he do something recently? Probably, <laughs> I would assume. So he just I feel never like there stopped. was something
0: recently he was in as Batman.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: know. I forget what now. I
1: don't know. Yeah, but I I was so happy to meet him at Expo. 2019 it was his last time at fan Expo canada and i he, it's like you said he's been to so many cons that i just kind of like i'll get them later i'll get them later i'll get them then i was like no i should probably get it i should probably get it so i have the collection of the animated series the big box set and i brought the book and i i played it the front of it's got a nice picture and the back's just black so i went well i'll just get him to sign the back and i thought well i'll get others to sign it too because tara strong's at cons all the time and etc she does uh Batgirl. she
0: was there that year too.
1: She was, so I went, Well, I'll get Conroy to do part of it and I'll get them all sign it. And I walked up and said, You know, you're my Batman, and etc. And he goes, Oh, thank you. And he just takes up the whole page,
0: <laughs> the whole back of the box. With
1: yeah, and I just went, All right, it's Kevin Conroy, whatever. He's Batman,
2: what are you gonna do? You're gonna argue yeah. with and Batman? Go,
1: I'm Batman, on it, Hell yeah, so, all right, uh, yeah. So back of the book.
2: Damn right. Yeah, yeah, we're never going to see anybody like Kevin Conroy again. I don't think anyone they'll have that big of an impact on a character like that. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, somebody else that had a huge impact on a character like that passed away this week. uh, Jason David Frank. Uh, Again, for those that don't know, Jason David Frank, he was—I want to say—he was the Power Ranger. Um, Jason was the longest-running Power Ranger of them all. Actually, for anybody that knows the Power Rangers, and, and and you guys can maybe correct me if I'm wrong, because like we were saying earlier, Power Rangers were a little bit after our time. Uh, but every time they had a new version of the Power Rangers show, they had a new cast, except for Tommy. Tommy would come back every time as a different Power Ranger, right? So Tommy showed up for the first time as the Green Ranger, which actually was a bad guy turned good guy, turn white ranger, turn red ranger, turned red turbo ranger, turned, I mean, holy cow, he played so many different rangers as Tommy, uh, Tommy Oliver, Tommy, what was his last name? I forget what his last name is now. Uh, I know, it's the other one. <laughs> uh, he, listen, he played a bunch of characters. Again, somebody that was an icon to a generation, if not for two generations. Uh, you know, like my my buddy Rob, he was a huge Power Rangers fan, and so were his kids, you know? So they were very much into all of it, and and they knew him very well. Tommy was another guy that loved going to cons. For me, what kind of makes it even sadder is, you know, every time I would see something about him come up, whether it be a reel or whether it be images or whatnot, it was always this motivational thing that he had to say, right? he always seemed to be this happy-go-lucky guy and always trying to prop people up. For somebody to go like that, taking their own life, to me, that's even harder to swallow. Um, I'm trying to get to the comments here while I'm trying to, you know, stay appropriate here. But, uh, yeah, um, Mike.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was my boyhood hero that was my boyhood hero. I uh, I I grew up watching Power Rangers and you know, it was that was my thing. It was Ninja Turtles and then once I saw Power Rangers, it was just full force. I I've, I've always been a fan of his. I've got the two morphers up there. I've got the Green Ranger da- dagger and Saba in the drawer. I got to put those up. Um, I don't know how many people can see this on live, but that is a uh, print that I worked his line at Hamilton comic-con and a, uh, a fan gave that to him and he was almost in tears. He was so happy to receive that. And those tears kind of went away though, as he was leaving because he realized he couldn't take it with them. He was heartbroken because he knew how much time went into it and he didn't want to get rid of it. So he said, he saw me and he knew I was a fan and he said do you mind taking this I'll sign it for you just hold on to it until I come back and I said sure no problem and he said don't post it on social media don't show anybody because I don't want that fan to see that and think that I don't care And I was like yeah 100 so that is the first time in probably five years that anybody besides my friends has seen that and that's because you know
2: unfortunately he's no longer here and of
1: yeah it's uh like you said it's it's rough because of how optimistic he was and to know that that's the way it ended was probably worse of a blow than him as an individual so um you know for anyone you know, i think there's probably several people i know including myself who have had Struggles in the past, talk to somebody, man. Talk to somebody, call somebody, talk, please, because, man, that hurt a lot of a lot of people in my generation and other generations, the younger generations. Like you said, he's still a part of, mm-hmm. Up until just recently, he's been in almost every other season as a cameo. So, you know.
2: Yeah, that's what uh, uh, Loki Quinn was saying. You talk about people posting pictures with Kevin Conroy. I saw so many with Jason David Frank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. William is saying he was the Green Ranger, the White Ranger, Red Ranger, Red Zoo Ranger, Flank Dino Thunder Ranger, came back as Lord Dracon. Now his last and final show, The Legend of the White Dragon. He fought alone while fighting for everyone else, Groot London says. Such a sad things. Those people are often needing help the most, but feel they aren't worth it. So they try to help everyone else, says Ken Remington. Uh, can't wait for Legend of the White Dragon uh william is saying i met him at hamilton comic-con gave him a custom-made airbrush green ranger hat a friend made for me to give to him he was my hero of the power rangers beyond sad says uh, canadian comic cutie yeah uh, just to, to reiterate what mike was saying uh there is a suicide helpline uh so if if you're getting to that point and you can't you don't feel comfortable reaching out to a friend or reaching out to a family you don't want to burden people with your problems which by the way you're not a burden that's what your friends and family are there for but if you don't feel comfortable doing that you're not alone call the suicide helpline there that's what they're trained to do they're there to help you through that so don't There's
0: a lot of resources available for everybody
2: out there you don't have to face it alone guys no and i think that's where you're taking your own life yeah i think
0: that's the key message everybody needs to hear is you're never alone no even when you think you are when everything inside of you tells you that there's nobody out there that understands or or, or that can help you or whatnot, yeah. just talk to someone. Okay. You know?
2: Um 49 years uh, old. Uh, by the I'll way. put
1: it I'll put it out there. Anybody watching the show that wants to talk, Myers, Corp on Instagram, talk to me. Yep. Message me. Yeah. I'm I'm always available. Like yep. I'll talk. I even if I don't know you, let's talk. Let's let's get to know each other.
2: Such a yeah. great guy. He met him a bunch of times, his cutie. Yeah, he had 4 he had 49 years old had four kids. So yeah. that's mm. and still took his own life. So the help is out there. Let's let's make sure that we're if we're getting to that point that we're that we're seeing that helps. Cody saying her DMs are open as well. Absolutely. Yeah, talk to somebody, man. You've got friends. That's that's mm. what we're here for. And sometimes by the way, by the way, let me just throw it out there to you too because I've been on the receiving end of a lot of those conver- not a lot of those conversations, but enough of those conversations. There are times where and guys can sometimes be bad for this. Not everyone's looking for a fix. No. If someone's reaching out to you to talk to you about, about what's going on with them and and, and how they're hurting or, or what's going on, they're not looking a lot of the times they're not looking for you to fix it. And guys have attended guys are fixers. That's what we want to do. We fix things. We fix things around the house. We fix things at work. We, 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 no. we fix infrastructure. We fix things. So when a problem comes at us, we want to fix it. But a lot of cases, these people feel like they don't have anybody to talk to to talk about their problems to vent what's going on you you want in this case in a lot of cases you want to be a sympathetic ear. you want you that's how you're going to help these people the most that you understand and you empathize not Mm -hmm. like oh well you should start working out or you should get more sunlight or you should do this you do that's not that's not what we're doing if they ask you how can how can i feel better how can i get to a point by all means, pass us some suggestions, do what you want to do. But if, if someone's talking to you, like Mike just said, someone's talking to you and they're having a hard time, listen, be there for them. Don't just try to offer solutions and fix the problem. Because it's not a problem. They they're struggling. They just need help through it. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's <laughs> I don't want to get buried. I don't want to make sure this into a major bummer, but <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I but I, I've had the conversation
2: enough times and I remember being a younger guy and trying to fix things like oh you should do this or do that and then I realized afterwards I'm like oh that was not the way to go about that so yeah
0: uh, well, thanks for, uh, you know, taking this show down, uh, three notches, Jeff.
2: <laughs> as, as I, I say, appreciate I apologize. You,
0: uh, you, you know, brought
2: apologize it up. To <laughs> I this up. You brought this up. You're crying. They're crying. Everybody's <laughs> crying.
1: I apologize to every fan of this show that I got invited uh, on this show and yeah. all my every childhood hero passed away. <laughs>
2: I I'm thought sure he would hit us funny. with JDF first, and then we would move to Conroy. But no, the oh. last, and here we are. Everybody's well, we conflict. didn't keep
0: uh, a JDF for last because yeah. really the one yeah. thing we wanted to talk about that we haven't—the passing of another actor—maybe not as, as big of a Nikon to a generation, but um, what kind of forever? We have to talk about it. Um, unfortunately, oh oh, me and good. Jeff
2: oh, oh, good. Have not seen it. More death. Let's talk it. About more death. Yeah. More, more death. beloved characters, actors
0: dying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mike, you did go see the movie. Um, I want to get your thoughts. Yeah. Now. I, I, I've read a lot about the movie without it being too spoiled for me. Yeah. I know that a big part of the movie is a tribute to, uh
2: yep. Chadwick
0: Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, thank you. Having a brain yep. cramp. Yep. Um from what I understand, they wrote what he went through into the story. Uh as far as him hiding the fact that he had cancer and nobody around him knew that he had cancer and so on and so forth. Uh I wanna know what you thought about the story overall. Uh you know, give, give us your thoughts. Uh, they've introduced a brand new character, Namor.
2: So, let yeah, Namor for sure. Let's uh, let's try to keep this as spoiler-free as we can. Yeah, there. I wanted yeah, to keep it spoiler-free. I want your yeah, thoughts on what you thought nice of the spoiler. movie, yeah, what you thought of Namor.
0: Uh, you know, yeah, I don't want to get into too many details, but yeah.
1: No, I can do spoiler-free. Spill the beans. Um, so my initial review of it was a 7 out of 10. Um, okay. Walking in the theater, I was a 7 out of 10. Um, as you said, they do, obviously... A lot of it has to do with Chadwick Boseman. Um, I'm very interested to see because I've heard reports that this is a different movie than was initially written. Obviously, because of the Boseman the Boseman situation. Um, I would love to see what was brought over and, or if this is completely different. Um, Storyline wise, it works very well. I think. Um, I think you can kind of tell from the trailer. The general story of Namor trying to attack Wakanda, we kind of put two and two together with that. Um, Namor is an amazing character. Namor is an amazing villain to the point that at the end of it, I was kind of leaning more towards his side than the Wakandans.
0: Well, because he's not a villain
1: it's not and i think that's probably right? that's how you write a good villain is you need that little bit of oh i totally his seat i totally see his side of it and especially with him and his backstory it works so well um i appreciated what they did with Bozeman. um it wasn't throughout the whole movie which i was worried about i worried it was going to be either an hour and a half trying and an hour and a half of a movie, mm. or it was going to be every 10 minutes a reminder. It was very good sections. Um, there definitely is a side plot that, because of the Bozeman and how well Namor, also Namor, Namor, they're used both throughout the movie, which gets. Do they weird.
2: really? <laughs> yeah. You kept on saying Namor. I'm like, does he know he's saying that wrong? Or and They use both. They That's use weird. both in the movie. That's weird. I don't like um, it.
1: So there is a side story uh, with other characters that happen that kind of gets bogged down because of how well Namor and the Wakanda story with Bozeman kind of overshadows everything. Say Namor no um, again.
2: Say Namor no one more goddamn time. Namor,
1: no <laughs> Namor. There you go. That and honestly, it honestly depended on the character. It's I like
2: figure as much, right? Like, way. right. And,
1: And it was just it kind of got annoying. Where I'm like, pick one. I don't. Yeah, but I just I've never heard
2: it pronounced the way you're pronouncing it, and it's like it's a click happening in my mind every time you say it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I didn't. I honestly I didn't care which one they picked. Just everybody's saying the same. Please. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: yeah, (laughs) Um, That's
1: fair. I think we can kind of tell based on can can we? Funko has kind of released one character that's helping Wakanda. Can we talk about
2: that? I, I think we should know. probably avoid anything. You mean Ironheart? Everybody knows the Iron yeah. Hearts okay. in this movie. I didn't Come know on. how far we go with that. Um, Everybody Steve,
0: knows Ironheart's in this uh, movie. You've been Iron talking Heart's about it for this. over a year now.
1: All right. Didn't know what,
0: yeah. what
2: <laughs> we were crossing. Say um, no more, no more. Thanks. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. That's say good.
0: no more, no more. <laughs> That's okay. yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well done, Steve. Well done. Such Steve a good wins. song.
1: Steve Such wins. a good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I, she's kind of an offset that doesn't really get a lot of attention. Um, yeah, I would say it's a solid movie. I would say go see it. Prob- I'd say it's a Disney Plus movie. I don't know if I would... There's nothing in it that made me go, gotta see it on the big screen.
2: Okay, that's fair. Um,
1: I'm, just that, I'm just that guy that goes open at night with his friends. Um, there is one post-credit scene which is dividing the fan base. Mm-hmm. Not gonna... I... I see the reason why people are divided. I personally don't care because I don't think long-term it's going to matter that much. Mm-mm. But I get why people are kind of you know, cool. I've cold seen cold the post credit
0: scene. So yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So I mean, who cares? It's just a nod. Yeah. It's really yeah. all it is. Right. Yeah. Uh, so
1: I, I would say watch it on Disney plus. I do. I have heard that it's going to be a while until it comes out though.
0: That's what I heard as well. It's, the, still uh...
2: it's only been over a couple of weeks, so yeah, it's it's good. They're going to let it run the theater as long as it can before they bring it over to Disney Plus, right? So
1: just keep punching Black Adam. In the...
2: <laughs> I like Black Adam, man. I'm not gonna I lie. Li- I really, I didn't do. mind I really it, but supposedly
1: Rock's not cool with it. <laughs>
2: No, 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 no. Okay, let me. I'm. I'm gonna diverge very, very slightly here briefly. So, an article came out recently of a tweet that went back and forth where someone compared the box office of Black Adam to Black, a box office of Black Panther two, and Rock came out and said, "Guys, like you're talking yeah. about an established IP that's been around since 2008." This is even a sequel to a billion dollar Oscar nominated movie that came out. And our movie is the first of of a group of characters that no one on the planet has ever heard of before, aside from hardcore comic books. Of course, it made more money. Not to mention the movie is a giant tribute to a beloved passed away actor. Are you guys out of your fucking minds? And then everybody's like, oh, Rock is bitter. And Rock was talking about how there's this big rivalry. Rock was talking about the rivalry within the DC universe. He was talking about the hierarchy of power changing in the, he even kept on saying in the DC universe, but when everybody was quoting him, they kept on cutting off the, in the DC universe part, like rock mentions hierarchy power changing, but movie doesn't do as well. And I'm just like media guys. I know you guys want clicks. I know that's all you're after, but like, come on, man, of course, black Adam didn't make as much as black Panther two. Are you out of your minds? It was never, there's no universe where that doesn't happen. Of course. What you
0: mean? You expect media to report the actual truth of what's happening?
2: Not in that case. Come on now. It doesn't generate clicks. What are you crazy? Come on now. No. They're not fabricating
0: stories. What are they even doing?
1: Rock mad at Marvel or Rock is happy? Like Which
2: one's going to work? (laughs) It happened to me today (laughs) because, and follow me along, so Black Adam comes out. The weekend does well. And then on Monday – Henry Cavill posts on his social media and his exact words are something along the lines of this is just a taste hope is renewed lots more to come you yeah. will be your patience will be rewarded his exact words at the end your patience will be rewarded and then recently some articles that came out and said man of steel 2 in trouble superman return not guaranteed or whatever and i'm like there well, was Cavill never any like, guarantee well no but Cavill himself is saying i'm coming back into the role like Cavill's not going to post that if everything is still up in the air He's clearly going to be saying that because something's in the works. And then today I see the, the article's title said rock bashes WB Warner brothers for not bringing Cavill into the DCU back, sorry, back into the DCU as Superman. And I'm like, Oh, well, maybe finally something official is talking. No, no, no. They were talking about, and rock was talking about when the old regime didn't bring him back in after justice league, Five fucking years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, you bastards got me. You, you clickbait assholes got me. Hook, line, and sinker. I felt like such an idiot. And uh, by the way, I'm three quarters of the way through this article before I finally realize what's been done to me. <laughs> it's media, man. That's how they that's, flipped, they that's exactly David. how they get uh, you. That is exactly how they get you. Uh, so Anyways, sorry. So seven out of ten. Yeah. You can wait until Disney Plus, but if you yeah. go to the if you go to the theaters, you're not going to be like disappointed or anything. It's not like no, a, it's not like a Love and Thunder, right? Like it's like, I like
1: Love
2: and Thunder. Oh, you, you're you're breaking up. Sorry, uh, Mike, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know. As out here on the
1: can, can can we just make everybody happy? It's not Eternals. Uh,
2: I, I I loved it. <laughs> I didn't mind Eternals. <laughs> I loved Eternals actually. So. I love a nap. <laughs> no, no, yeah, so I didn't good. mind Eternals at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Now, mind you, it's the most DC of the Marvel films, so that's probably yeah. why. Well, with. it is, 100%. I, so that's, that's probably why. But
1: yeah, it's yeah. dialogue heavy.
2: It is dialogue it heavy, is. yes. We don't want those Marvel guys thinking or having like a cerebral no. film where people talk and have dialogue and nuance and character. But let's not do any of that. Where's yeah. the quips of the explosions, damn it? <laughs> Anyways so that's, that's that's a whole fucking rabbit hole. We could disappear down for another yeah, hour. True. and I don't have another hour, unfortunately. Papa's gotta be at work at four in the morning.
0: but yes, well, I mean, that's a good uh, good segue into the fact that we have been now on for over an hour. so uh, maybe we should start cutting it off here. Well, we want gonna cut it off, but oh, start winding down, let's say. Uh, first of all, Mike, thanks again for coming on. Absolutely. Um, For anything it. that you want to pitch, anything you're a part of, any
2: any like socials. Yeah, pitch your socials. This is your time. Sure. And then any future events you've got coming up, too. Throw that out there as well.
1: Sure. So you guys can find me. Uh, search Myers Corp on pretty much every social media: Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I've got little shorts I've... on TikTok. I've um, for the for the next six hours that's right <laughs> um youtube i've posted a bunch of videos over the during the pandemic of me as luigi and what it was like to be in a pandemic as luigi so go check those out um when it comes to cosplay i'm starting to get started on 2023 and getting those plans ramping up um when it comes to conventions i'll be Probably volunteering at uh, Toronto Comic Con, Hamilton Comic Con, Niagara Falls. If I'm not walking around in cosplay, I'm probably in one of the celebrity lines. So if you see me, I'm probably got this hat on. Come say hi. Um, yeah, just getting ready for 2023. My uh, my my dog had uh, tore her ACL a couple months ago, so she's in recovery. So I haven't been able. I've been kind of helping my wife out a lot, trying to take care of her. So. We've been uh, taking care of her, but she's on the mend. She's getting better, so now I can come up here to my my cave and start building again.
2: Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> just wanted to make sure, uh, Mike. Again, thank you, Mike. And I met, by the way, uh, at uh, Niagara Falls Comic Con just this past just this past summer yep. when uh, on the Sunday at Niagara Falls Comic Con, myself, Snowhawk, bunch of people. We were out as Anchorman. And I had seen Mick Foley earlier in the con, and it was just me by myself as Ron Burgundy. So I had the wig on, the suit, the mustache, the scotch, the cigarette. And as Mick walked by me with his, like, suitcase or whatever and a little bit of an entourage, I was like, you stay classy, Mick Foley. And he kind of did a double take, and he said, you stay classy, and then he walked away. But then, like, our whole group was walking just past Celebrity Rose, and Mike, who I'd never met before, comes running over to me, taps me on the shoulder. And he's like, someone wants a photo. I was like, What? And he just, or Mike just kind of turns around and Mick Foley gets up from his table and like, and yeah, and now I know Mike. Yeah, that's what Snowhawk is saying. Ambles over and then when he comes over, we point to Kevin Nash and Kevin Nash gets up and come over. And so our anchorman group got a picture with Mick Foley and Kevin Nash in our group. And then Mick Foley was good enough to actually post that on his social media, which was crazy. I thought I think I thought Ed fainted at one point. He was just so. So that's actually how Mike and I initially met. And then we've been in contact ever since. And then he was good enough to come on the podcast. So thank you so much for that, Mike. We do appreciate it. Um, I mentioned it before, guys. Uh, December 3rd, uh, London Comic Con is putting on their geeky holiday market. It's a one day event at Centennial Hall. I think I got that wrong in the last podcast. So it's at Centennial Hall. December third, just one day only, geeky holiday market. Come on out. It's a lot of local vendors that are that have handmade stuff there. So if you want to support local and you want to support handmade local artists, it's a great, great event. If you're gonna be in the London or southwestern Ontario area, come on down. I the last year the tickets were only five bucks. I, I don't think it's very expensive to get in. It's at Centennial Hall, it's a great event. I'll be there. Groot will be there. He mentioned earlier um in his in i think he's doing a christmasy group thing so that's going to be cool um there yeah there he is saying Noah will be so fun so yeah hopefully we'll see you guys out there otherwise speaking of by the way march uh i think uh, js uh you me and the crew probably have to have a call pretty soon about uh, some plans because we're, we're like a little over three months away we should probably start talking about toronto at some point in the near future
0: yeah uh, we do <laughs> yeah. um the problem is is you know
2: like for fan expo We
0: don't freaking know. No,
2: I know. But we can't wait until they tell us. Uh, We can't.
0: (laughs) We can't because then we're going to be the same, but we were last year. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We do need to sit down. Um, We're really winding down on our end right now. Uh, So we did the Movember shoot this weekend. We did the Christmas market thing uh, inner center predators guys, keep your eyes on the Geeksico Instagram account. We've got a bunch of cool pictures coming, a bunch of content coming. We've got little videos and reels coming. Um, I don't know that there's going to be much more. I'm going to maybe try to convince Rob to do another night at the Christmas market. Hopefully we can get some more cosplayers to join in. Cause it was a blast. Hell yeah. It was so much fun. So the good. people there loved it. Uh, so it was really really fun, uh, but beyond that, yeah, I think March is really the next. Yep, the next big event. So we do have to sit down and start planning, figuring out what we're doing. Uh, show. You know, we've been talking about building some new set pieces. Oh yeah, cool. Uh, and, and and expanding the booth and having different spots for people to take pictures in, and you know, like we want to offer a different experience to people that come to these shows. You know, other than just, you know, standing there taking pictures with cosplayers, we want them to take their pictures, right? We want them to be able to come to the booth and take cool shots with different props and, you know, set pieces and so on. So, anyway, another thing we want to add that we need to start talking about and start building and all that stuff. Dork says, says, I would love to join on that. You know, we really, we missed you last weekend. You should have stayed. I mean, I guess you were freezing cold, but it was a real blast at night. It really was. And the temperature rose a little bit at night it started snowing and the wind dropped so the temperature was really
2: nice listen it was it was fun it i'll was get down really there fun. at some point for one of those buddy It's got. It's you really be do a, yeah it's, it's, it's a, a bit of a hike for me but yeah it yeah, is get, for I'll sure for
0: it is for sure but i keep telling you man you guys want to come into town you know you can crash over no, here that's and,
2: that's happening regardless that's you
0: know and yeah. set yeah, up yeah, some yeah. sort of a fun event to go and and yeah, freak people out and yeah, we'll you know
2: yeah. yeah. Yes sir. Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: I think that will be it for today guys every, or guys everybody who's watching online everybody who's on Instagram everybody who's on YouTube th- there's still people on YouTube. Thanks so much for sticking with us. We really really appreciate you guys coming along. We love having you guys here in the conversation. Although I know today we haven't really had a, a chance to talk a lot with the people especially on on uh YouTube here. Uh but we love having you guys along. It's it's always a great time. I think that's going to be it. Thanks for watching, everybody. Stay geeky. We'll see you next Thanks, week. guys. Actually, I won't see you next week. Jeff, will see you next week.
2: I will see you guys next week. Top 10 mustaches. Going to make it happen. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely.